You're listening to Rhema for Today. Now, if you can't find scriptures that cover things you are praying about, you ain't got no business asking for them. Amen? I said amen. So then, they saw what the Word of God said, and so we were able to pray with them, and she was healed. When the, the doctors had said she had about six months to live. Nineteen years later, I was in contact with her. She's still in good health, she said. Praise God, just feeling fine. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Knowing God as Your Father, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Amen. He was in the notion years ago. He said way back there in Jeremiah 33, 3, Call unto me and I might answer you. Well, there's a remote possibility of me doing so. Maybe I will. Now call unto me and I will answer thee. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But you see again, there's some conditions Amen. Jesus gives them to them here under the new covenant. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will. You see, when you know the word, you know what to ask for. Hallelujah. When you know the word, you can pray in faith. Otherwise, you're praying in the dark. You see, the psalmist of old said, the entrance of thy words giveth light. The entrance of thy words giveth light. So he said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, then you're enlightened. You know what God's will is, for his word is his will. You know what God will do about it. Praise God before you ever ask him. Why? Because you have his word and his words abiding in you. Amen. I tell the story sometime. I'm not going into great detail about it. I've had a similar experience any number of times. But I tell the story about the man who brought his wife to our services, heard me preaching on the radio in a revival meeting we were holding in another city. She's given up to die by medical science. And in fact, the doctors had confided in him. We'll just be honest with you. She'll not live another six months. And part of that was already gone. But they heard me preaching healing on the radio, so he brought her. And we've been praying, you know, that if it is God's will to heal her, you know, that he'll give us faith so she can be healed. I asked him if they were saved. Well, they said we're members of, and they mentioned a certain church. I said, well, you could be a member of this full gospel church and not be saved. That's not what saves you. It's being born again. Yes, we know we're born again. How'd you get saved? Well, we went to visit. Our neighbor invited us. We never went to church anywhere. But our neighbor was a member of this church right close to us, and they just kept after us until we went. It was Easter time of the year. The pastor held a week's services prior to Easter, did his own preaching. And so it was Friday night before Easter Sunday. And when he gave the invitation, this man said, I said to my wife, I'm going. She said, all right, I'll go with you. He said, we were the only ones. We marched down to the front, happened to be in a Methodist church. He asked us to kneel in the altar rail. 
came down off the platform, laid one hand on my head, one hand on my wife's head, and prayed with us. We got born again, praise God. I said to him, now when you got down there to that altar and knelt there, did you pray that God would give you and your wife faith so that you could be saved? Why, certainly not, he said. I said, why didn't you? Well, he said, now one thing is a little boy my mother carried me to Sunday school and church. And then as a preacher preached, you know, it brought back to my mind scriptures. He just got through preaching that Jesus died for our sins according to the scriptures. He just got through preaching that the Bible said, whosoever the call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. He just got through saying that the Bible said, him that cometh unto me, I'll no wise cast him out. Said, I knew what the Lord would do before I went down there. Why? He was enlightened. What enlightened him? The Word of God. Amen? amen. I said, amen. amen. Now I said to him, that's exactly what I wanted you to say. Now I want to ask you this question. I'd preached it on the radio, but he still didn't get it. <laughs> I said, I'm not saying the Bible said it, and I'm just using this illustration. I've done this many times. I could just stand here and tell you of illustration after illustration that comes to me. And, and spend all the time just doing that and still not exhaust all of it. And so I said to him, now I'm not saying the Bible said it, of course I knew it did, but I knew he didn't, you see. But I said, just suppose that the Bible said, not only it says, as you know, that Jesus took your sins and iniquities, himself, praise God, did take our sins and our iniquities. They were laid on him. But he also took your or your wife's infirmities and sicknesses and bare them. If the Bible said that, would it be his will to heal her? Well, certainly he said. Why don't we find out what the Bible says then? So we just turn, you see, to Matthew 8, 17 and Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 and 1 Peter 2, 24. And the minute they read it, both of them saw it. Well, they said, you know, there's no use to pray about the will of God. We've got that. How come them to change their tune so quickly? Light came. The entrance of his words giveth light. You see, they had been praying. He said, we've been praying every day that if it's God's will to heal her, he'd give us faith so she could be healed. But see, she didn't get healed because... That's not praying according to the word. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will. So it doesn't work because his word does not abide in them. Are you following me? I'm only using that as an illustration. That can apply to anything else you're praying about. Now, if you can't find scriptures that cover things you're praying about, you ain't got no business asking for them. Amen? I said amen. amen. So then, they saw what the Word of God said, and so we were able to pray with them, and she was healed. When the, the doctors had said she had about six months to live. Nineteen years later, I was in contact with her. She's still in good health, she said. Praise God, just feeling fine. Well, God's Word works. Now, I only use that as an illustration. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done. The entrance of thy words giveth light. 
Now can you see then that if whatever it is that you are praying about, I'm talking about you as an individual, you are praying about, if you don't know what the Word says on that, whatever it is, then can't you see you're not enlightened? Amen? Well, if you're not enlightened, then you're not in the light. On that particular subject, you may be in the light on some other subjects. If you're not in the light, then you're in the dark. I think some people are about halfway between the light and the dark on some things. Sort of in the twilight zone. <laughs> amen. I said amen. amen. What does the Word say? What does the Word say? I think we need to get so word conscious so no matter what happens, what the situation is, we'd ask ourselves, what does the Word say? You know, just simply asking yourself that question and finding out what the Word said, if you don't know it, if you do know, then being a doer of the Word would solve most of your problems. Amen. Don't shout me down now. Just cause I'm preaching real good. Whatever you do, the Bible said, in word or deed, that covers the whole spectrum, doesn't it? Do it as unto the Lord. Praise God. Well, hallelujah. Thank God for the word. What does the word say? Everybody say that out loud. Say it again. Say it again. What does the word say? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. Amen. Ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Praise God. Well, let me say it again. Because you are a child of God and have come into the family. Thank God you can approach the Father in the name of Jesus. Praise God. And you see, it's your Father. God, your Father. Now you see, He's God to a lot of people because they really don't know Him as Father. You can almost tell those folks that are still over there in that unenlightened, darkened, or twilight zone, so to speak, not really ever come into the family of God. You know, they think they're being reverent, you know. And God to them, you see, and thank God he is high and holy, praise God, lifted up. But he's not a father to them. He's still just God. You can almost tell it the way they say, God. <laughs> Paul said, I bow my knees unto the Father. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three-CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Getting Through the Tough Times. 
Also in this package is the Slimline book from Lynette Hagen entitled God's Peace. Purchase these two items for the price of $27 and get Kenneth E. Hagen's CD entitled Faith for Finances for Free. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Living Faith Conferences. Oh my goodness, the past conferences that we had uh, in January, they were awesome. Oh, they were awesome. awesome. They were, awesome. they were, yeah, sure. And so in March, <laughs> uh, March 12th through the 14th, we're going to be in Madison, Alabama. Looking yep. forward to being there at Cornerstone Word of Life Church with Pastors Mark and Rhonda Garver. And then after that, on oh, Wednesday, we where we go over going? to Ridgely, Tennessee. That's right. To our conference there is at Abundant Life Fellowship with our friends, uh, Pastor David and Tammy Gray. Yeah, we're so looking forward to being there. You can go to rama.org/lfc and get all the information about any of our any of our conferences that are coming up and they're that's all right. we've scheduled for the whole year so yes. they're all on there and you might find one that's in your area or have a friend or a relative in mm-hmm. an area you might want to tell them about it of course we'll be announcing them all as they come up but uh, you can find it out that right there, there. Um, that's right tomorrow more from Kenneth E Hagen with his teaching knowing God as your father If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.